Hello and welcome to the Print Pod, our daily podcast. This is Ratan Priya and I bring you today's opinion on India-US drone deal written by Prakash Menon who is a director of strategic studies program at Takshashila Institution. The multiplicity of drones that the multiplicity of roles that drones can undertake has been battle tested and their utility has been convincingly established. Depending on the role, drones come in various sizes. At the higher end of at the higher end of lethality are American MQ-9 Reaper and at the lower end of surveillance is the Black Hornet weighing less than 1.2 ounces. India is in the process of acquiring 31 higher end MQ-9B Predator armed drones from United States at an approximate cost of rupees 2.5 lakh crore. The deal was announced during PM Narendra Modi's visit to the US in 2023. The Navy already operates two unarmed Predator drones which are on lease at the Rajali Naval Rail Station in Tamil Nadu. The new acquisitions will be apportioned to the three services with the Navy getting the majority share. Apart from the political message of reliance on the US for major weapon systems, it also signals that Atmanirbharta is not currently feasible in this class of weapon systems. The cost of the deal raises the issue of opportunity costs. The question that arises is whether at least some portion of this amount could have been better spent on developing and producing indigenous smaller drones in large numbers at lower costs. This alternative opportunity is birthed by factors like increased lethality and efficiency of smaller drones, the potential for leveraging existing human capital in the country, and relatively smaller per unit costs that are supplemented by faster development and production through 3D printing. In operational terms, on the modern battlefield, big platforms are being increasingly replaced by smaller ones, protecting bigger platforms like ships, aircraft carriers and tanks from smaller vectors like drone which can swarm attack and overwhelm the target in large numbers, is challenging the ability of existing defensive systems employed by large platforms. The advent of the concept of kamikaze and swarm drones are classic examples. However, there is no doubt that smaller drones lack the lethality found in various types of missiles that can only be carried by larger armed drones. However, Therefore, India's arsenal should have a healthy mix of both large and small drones. For a country like India, where the size of the defense budget is severely constrained by competing demands and the established long-standing proclivity of political leadership to reduce spending on defense, the question that arises is how to maintain the correct balance between importing large platforms and the producing of smaller ones. This capability lies within both the governmental and private sectors. Ideally, it should be a joint venture. Unfortunately, both these sectors are handicapped by a lack of funds. If the announcement in the interim budget 2024 about establishing a rupees 1 lakh crore corpus for long-term loans for deep tech in the defense sector and the tax advantage to startups is any indication, there is recognition that the government will have to be the prime mover for provisions of funds. But as usual, the devil will lie in the details of how the fund is managed, distributed and monitored. Importantly, it will have to navigate the shackles of the audit authorities, which could be expected to privilege procedure over outcomes. The private sector would be wary of the risks involved, especially since these would be independent on a single buyer, the defense ministry, unless they are able to access the export market. 
if more indigenous products are going to be developed the government will also have to increase its budget to procure the items on offer the interim defense budget allocation and the government's allocation for capital expenditure do not indicate any steps to meet that need statistical jugglery apart when one takes inflation and changes in foreign exchange rates into account the capital budget will fall short on the demand side until now the structural problem was mostly on the supply side with respect to the development of drones there are some encouraging signs emerging the drdo young scientist asymmetric technologies lab hyderabad is one of the five young scientist labs launched by the pm in 2020 iisc bangalore iit bombay iit madras and hyderabad in 2021 the dysl80 successfully demonstrated its swarm drones it is now working on a gun on drone and an undercover autonomous vehicle however the conversion of dem- demonstrated capability to operational systems has been an endemic weakness and has often failed to meet the user requirements and overcome the vagaries of the defense acquisition system thus they have had to face problems of budgetary support according to a recent report the hyderabad based adani elbit joint venture has been called upon to deliver 20 airmes 900 medium altitude long endurance uavs to israel These UAVs have a 36-hour endurance, can carry a payload of 420 kgs, and can operate at an altitude of 32,000 feet. Adani Elbit has also secured initial orders from the Indian Army and Navy for two Airmes 900 units each. These units are being procured under emergency powers for immediate needs and could serve as a test bed for further procurement. The three services have expressed a combined requirement for 155 male class UAVs. It is highly unlikely that these demands can be met without the increase in the capital budget. Currently, only the airframe for the Airmes 900 drone is manufactured by Adani Aerospace. It is hoped that Israel will transfer technology and the Airmes will be assembled in India in its entirety in due course. Notably the availability of Airmes 900 has resulted in the closure of DRDO's Tapas BH201 drone project which was its main endeavor to design indigenous UAVs. The project was sanctioned in 2011 for rupees 1540 crore. The first flight of TAPAS took place in 2016 and it was displayed in Aero India 2023. It has completed 200 test flights and has ostensibly not met the qualitative requirements of the users. The closure of the project is a major setback in indigenous capability development of male UAVs. On the other hand, it is understood that efforts are being made by young entrepreneurs to design and develop myriad miniature subsystems of drones that are now mostly being imported from China or the West, but their efforts are floundering due to the lack of funds. Now that the defense ministry has created a corpus for research one can only wait and watch whether the grandoise political announcement will end up as a done deal for india the opportunity lies in the increasing capability of small platforms to take on larger platforms targets we have no shortage of human or material capability beyond securing financial support what stands between india emerging as a major drone hub for medium and small drones is the ability to take risks accept losses and unleash creativity by being freed from bureaucratic procedures and unnecessary interference ideally private sector investment is best suited for medium and small drones 
but whether they would do so is a moot question as the government is the only market unless the drones are multiple use the major challenge for the government is to incentivize the private sector it is a path that has been opened up but would require further widening if india wants to realize its potential in the design and manufacture of drones thank you for tuning in remember to catch our flagship podcast cut the clutter every weekday with our founder and editor in chief shekhar gupta i am ratan priya in delhi follow the print for more such analysis Thank you.